Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Albuquerque. You know what that means. It means the boys are at Sadie's. Mm-hmm. We're here till six. Mm-hmm. We're getting bumped for Lobo Talk. Mm. Lobo Talk is at six. They're at some bar on the west side. No, they're at Buffalo Wild Wings. Do you know where they're at? I really don't know. They're at Buffalo Wild Wings on okay. uh, Gibson by the university. And tonight, I think it's JJ oh, okay. Buck's special oh, guest hosting. right there. Oh, well, good. Hopefully, JJ does really well with that. The name of the victim in the Kansas City Super Bowl rally shooting is out. Her name is Lisa Lopez Galvin. She has passed. She was a local radio personality, um, wife to a husband, mother to a couple kids. Uh, One of the children also shot. And um, and there it is. So um, one full day later, we are telling you. Uh, the name of the person who has passed. There are two individuals currently in custody. We talked about scenarios last night that look to stand what could be very true, Van, and what the uh, why yesterday happened. And uh, it is the saddest thing ever. And what is the NFL going to do about it? Yeah, I mean, I was open to every possibility that existed with gun violence in America because, hey, guess what? We've seen it all. Right. But you played out a scenario that seems like the most likely of outcomes for the event that happened yesterday at the parade. We're projecting. Two people allegedly got into a dispute. Two people allegedly pulled out guns that they had on them for a parade for whatever reason and started just shooting into a crowd of people willy-nilly. And uh, one of our own, a radio personality, a DJ, uh, is no longer with us anymore. Kids in critical condition and a whole group of kids uh, in the surrounding area will never be the same. And I am just as disgusted as I was yesterday. The, there is not a point, in my opinion, to put strong emphasis on the job of Lisa Lopez Galvin. The I think that's the thing that people do whenever they talk about tragedies. They, for some reason, try to make... A story that's not theirs, their own. I'm not going to sit here and talk about how uh, being a radio personality is de- dangerous. I'm not going to sit here and talk. Those things aren't. It's not going to happen. I'll tell you what's going to happen to you, though, like friend of the show. Like the the weird friend of the show that forever has sent the weird text messages that are like, hey, I'd, I'll meet you outside Sadie's after the show because you uh, made fun of the college that I like or I'll, I'll, I'll be present at a place you're physically at. Because you made fun of the pro team that I have no actual association with, but I support. Like that stuff's gonna be looked at differently. So I'm just, I'm. That's a full-on warning to you. Like Van and I still will not care because you guys never show up. But what I'm saying is, Cumulus is gonna look at that different. Fox is gonna look at that different. ESPN is gonna look at that different. iHeart's gonna look at that different. AGM's gonna look at that different. Like, right. like be aware of that, sports fan. With that said, the NFL has to do something. 
and I don't know what that something is, but Van, you and I were talking a little bit off the air. If they do nothing, that is the absolute worst thing that they could do. Uh, well, it wouldn't surprise me at all because that's what our country does after every one of these shootings. Make no effort whatsoever to improve safety of the citizens of this country. Right. It's an epidemic. We need an intervention. And I've had it up to the proverbial here with all of this. And um, something has to change. The narrative's already coming out the way that we told you they would come out, the way we told you they'd be produced. Um, so the two suspects are a couple young black kids. Um, we presented a scenario yesterday where there is this mindset in large cities and Albuquerque does not qualify as this where uh, in a in an attempt to look um, tough, I don't know another word to use, individuals will geographically identify themselves in parts of the city and then they will say uh, if you're if you're bad, come to that part of the city like that's a that's a very real thing that people do via social media uh, i would assume it's something along that lines i would assume these are individuals that have groups of associations uh maybe gangs who knows outside of the place that came across each other um and then and then that caused death that caused loss and that's the worst uh and with that being said the nfl has started to through its many outlets and i cannot stress this to you enough created content from the nfl does not always come from at nfl like it comes from everywhere I'll even have this conversation with you. The reason Rob Manfred made an announcement today through Jeff Passan of CBS is because Major League Baseball was asked to make that announcement by the NFL. I'll promise you that all day long. And if, and if you want to call me a liar and anything, feel free. I'll tell you why you're wrong. With that said, man, um, the stories I'm seeing are Andy Reid consoled a kid. And the stories I'm seeing yeah. are oh, – we can go on. I don't have to list them. Um, Hero tackled the shooter. Yeah. Those, yeah. those are the things that are out there. Um, what Andy Reid is saying, or excuse me, what what needs to be said after this is Andy Reid, get on a platform and tell people how this can't just be, quote-unquote, just another shooting in America, how this can't be another attempt to reduce the severity of what happened. Um, and that's wild. That's wild that the NFL didn't get out in front and say, in their press release yesterday, we recognize the severity, we recognize how heinous this is, we are currently putting our heads together to come up with an idea. You might not have it in one day. You will have it. I don't know why that doesn't happen. I mean, what's concerning for me is what I slash we warned you about yesterday, friend of the show, that certain media outlets would twist the events of what happened yesterday to make you not care. Yeah. And that's already what's happening with the suspects. Oh, they're just two juvenile gangbangers having a beef like can you believe gang violence in missouri and big cities in this country yep. and they're not making it about what the real root of the problem is is mental health care and access to guns in this country just because these two juveniles had beef and they had an altercation does not take away from the fact that there were two other shootings on the same day right it doesn't take away at all that yesterday there were 48 mass shootings in this country in 45 days. It doesn't take away at all the 600 and what 634. I can't even remember the number from yesterday. 634 or whatever mass shootings in this country last year. Don't be dissuaded about this awful problem in this country because the two people 
who did this were alleged gangsters, were yeah. alleged hoodlums, were uh, alleged urbanites who had beef and took it out on each other in a, a crowd of people, and innocent people were victims. Don't be dissuaded by these stories because it's just another distraction. <sighs> there has to be a campaign beyond immediately. Like, it has to... And I'm going to tell you this. There's so many smart people in the offices of the NFL that should have already started working on this. And if they haven't, they haven't. And they should, though. And you, ha- you have to, in my opinion, man, have a NFL against gun violence campaign. And I don't mean like a crappy awareness one. Mm. I mean like a impact one. I mean teams are located in cities that are victim to this. Teams that are located in cities that aren't victim of this give resources to those cities. Teams that are in position to influence and help assist communities that need that thing, do that. Make it your responsibility. Make it your goal. Make it your every single thing in the world. Because you have the voice. You have the platform. You have all of the things that you identify, at least I identify, as needing to have to send a message that could disrupt this trend. Do that. Do that thing. Make it your goal. One year. Take one year. I'm not even telling you take all your profits. Take a lot of them and put it towards helping correct. And heck, put it into lobbying. Put it into something. But not like you helped CTE NFL. Oh, God. Not like you helped curb domestic violence in your organization NFL. Like a real concerted effort. You have the platform. You have the money. You are in a position to help this issue. People will listen. Get your most popular, get your loudest voices to get out there and campaign on this issue. Things have to change. We are in a perfect position right now with the political world and the social world and the sports entertainment world all smashing together at this horrible incident to be able to do something about this scourge in this country. It's not going away. Unless we do something, it will not go away. Your thoughts and your prayers while it helps in the short term, will not help change this problem whatsoever. I think I lost all hope for significant change after Sandy Hook. That was it. And then that's when I felt like the machine really started, the Alex Jones stuff, the we can get more attention or we can get, what was the stupid crisis actor narrative? We can get... False flag attack. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's gonna it, instead of having some crazy journalist spin it as some false flag attack, some journalist's organization is gonna say, I mean, there's a gang problem in Kansas City, and you're you're seeing what's happening right now, and try to spin it. Whether that's true or not, it ties into a larger problem. It ties into a larger issue, and I think the biggest issue out of all of this is the apathy of the citizens of the United States of America. Yeah just throwing their shoulders up, palms to the sky. Well, nothing we could do about it. This is just what we live in now. If Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey walk arm in arm into Capitol Hill in Jefferson City in Missouri and they go in front of every elected official and the legislator, because no one's going to skip that meeting. No one is going to skip. No. No. And they... 
they bring with them individuals who have prepared them with the statistics and the numbers and maybe the family of Lisa Lopez Galvin. Maybe if they go in there and they say, the Kansas City Chiefs represent the NFL in making a change and how tremendous it would be for Missouri to be the bullseye on the dartboard of where that change starts. And I would lose my stuff and become the biggest Kansas City Chiefs fan in the history of the world if they would put themselves in a position to help facilitate those changes. I'd be the biggest fan of anyone with enough balls to speak up on this issue. Yeah. I don't have nothing to lose. I will speak my mind on this program because I'm saying what I believe is correct, that our country is so deep in debt morally. I'm not Mm. talking about finances. Morally, to allow these corporations to run wild on our democracy and push us around. The gun lobby, the pharmaceutical lobby, the insurance lobby. They don't have your best interests in mind, and I am sick of dealing with it, and I am sick of the apathy. Please, let's start now. The You get one effort on stuff. I talk about this in our personal lives all the time, one effort. Um, little stuff, right? Like something's messed up with your equipment at work. Put one effort into fixing it. Don't put one effort into telling me why you didn't know it's broken. Hmm. Like you only get one effort. Just take the one effort. That's what this is going to be end up being here with the Kansas City Chiefs, right? Where you can put one effort, not just, that's a bad example, with the NFL. You can put one effort into making change on this thing, or you can put one effort into next year's celebration not being a parade, and it's going to be a rally inside of a dome facility, and everyone's going to walk through metal detectors, and they're going to charge people to get in, and it's going to end up being a complete change to what we have known for the history of celebrating stuff. The history of celebrating stuff. Because you won't put your one effort in the right place. Yeah, if we don't make some serious changes to how we handle business in this country, that's what every event is. Not just large sporting events, not just large parades and celebrations. Every single event. You're going to have metal detectors when you go to the friggin' 7-Eleven. Like, we're not safe anymore. Well, they are in the town I grew up in. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's going to be literally everywhere. There's, like you said, there's not going to be any more uh, championship parades. No. We're going to sell tickets. We're going to frisk everyone. It's going to take four hours to get in and even longer to get out. Like, this is, it is over because of the actions of some stupid people. And I'm already hearing the tinfoil hat people. Yeah. And look, friend of the show, I love a good conspiracy theory as much as anyone else for entertainment. If you come at me with this Taylor Swift is planted by the deep state and she's Biden's psyop lackey, and then the shooting at the parade is just to push their um, agenda or whatever, you're an insane person. Mm -hmm. And you need as much help as the people who actually committed these acts. (sighs) I'm already hearing that. It's disgusting. Well, you know, the one that got us five minutes after the show yesterday was gun violence is gun violence. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Groups of people hate groups of people. Oh, okay. Hey, it's just the Hatfields and McCoys, yeah. Fred. No, it's Which not. It's just so stupid. That was just so stupid. Uh, a life is lost, and that is sad. And Lisa Lopez Galvin was a prominent figure in the community of Kansas City on the radio. Um, again, this is not about us because we live in this medium, but I implore you 
friend of the show who sucks. All those weird texts and stuff that you send, all those weird emails that you send, all of those weird social media comments that you make, that stuff is going to be scrutinized. That stuff is going to be looked at. That stuff is quite possibly going to be pursued to a degree that we have not previously done it before because now it's it's no longer in a, well, although it was never a safe environment, it was just accepted. It won't be anymore. So you're weird calling a Marie and telling her that she sucks because she's a lady or the weird text in the show because Fred sucks because um, he is more liberal leaning than you understand what that actually means or calling Van and making attempts at him because he doesn't eat meat. Like this is real <laughs> things that happen from the listeners of this show. And, you know, friends of the show who do listen regularly and, and tune in and say kind words and have support. When you meet a person in the wild and they say that show sucks, those guys suck. Look at the source material on this stuff. Cause I'm telling you the narrative towards people who are looking for betterment of not just themselves, but they're looking for betterment in the community that surrounds them. Those people that are trying to resist that, those are the issue. Those are the gigantic issue. And speaking of the friends of the show, well said, Fred. Thank you. Speaking of the friends of the show, thanks for the outpouring of support yesterday. Oh, a ton of it. Because, of course, there's a couple outliers calling the program. The phones didn't stop ringing right. during the whole program yesterday. But the overwhelming support that we had for using our platform to bring this issue to light instead of just shoving it down just another day just business as usual in america it's it's not it's not we're not going to do that going yep. forward steve alford sucks again when you tune yeah. in sure you know how many yeah. years radio has been doing that bit yeah like it's, it's done here and for people who have opposite opinion guess what i also believe in the first amendment just as much as i believe in the second amendment yeah okay you have the right to be an idiot. You have the right to say whatever you want, and I'll respect that right. But when it becomes threatening, when it becomes dangerous, that's the kind of hate speak that we're going to be proactive on now. Because how many, what percentage of people will actually commit these crimes? It's tiny. Yeah. It's tiny, but it's still way too much. Fred, last year, five mass shooters who identified as uh, trans, uh, binary, uh, not of their birth genetic, committed a mass shooting. Five? There were 600 and whatever of them last year. Yeah. Like, don't talk to me about percents that you want to talk to me about. Talk to me about the actual percents. Too I, many people do things. I care very little what side of the political spectrum or racial spectrum or uh, identical identity spectrum yeah. that people sit on who commit these crimes. I want to take away the mechanisms yeah. that allow this to happen over and over and over again. I want to have proactively be able to have mental health services for people who are help uh, thinking about committing these crimes. There has to be better outlets, and they have, should have access to mental health treatment months, if not years, before this mind state shows itself within these individuals. And then that becomes their identity, and then you're in a whole other level. When we get back from the break, we're at Sadie's. Um, we're moving past it because we're over a show long into it now. Um, but we're going to jump continually into the NFL. Um, obviously, Van, you found a real interesting takeaway on 
an investigation into CTE payments by the NFL to former players and those affected by it. So we'll talk about that at length. We are at Sadie's. We're on till 6. Come hang out with us. Um, I mean, low-key, the bar kind of empty right now, but it's probably because it's the day after Valentine's Day. Sure. I had a very good Valentine's last night with my gal. Just laughed a lot. Was able to find a little bit of levity. Um, you know, show goes on. Here it is going on. Thanks for riding with us up until now. <sighs> Don't harm yourself. Don't harm others. It's two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Also be cautious. This is not for young kids. That's not adults yet. Little kids who ain't never been taught yet. Back on the program at Sadie's on 4th. Big thank you to friend of the show, Brian, who came by. Had some kind words. If we had mentioned we were at Sadie's in the first segment, it slipped my mind. But appreciate those who uh, take the time to recognize what Thursdays are with the boys. And that's at Sadie's. And um, Brian's message to us was thank you for our message the last couple days. And, you know, the, the interesting part is you get, in my opinion, Van, cast into um, roles, right, like in people's lives. Like, like, like Fred is the, the, the zany, pro-wrestling-loving, um, hating, popular thing guy that I can disagree with and laugh at. And Van is the ambiguously weird... Dresses a little too different, behaves a little too different. Um, okay, I'm leaning into that one too. Is trying to be Aaron Rodgers, but ish. claiming. Yeah, ish. He's but I believe science. Claiming he's more of a Russell Brand without the sex stuff yep. kind of individual. Okay, you nailed me. I know you well. Mm-hmm. Turns out you, I, A. Marie, friend of the show, Brian, who just came by, everyone is a layered individual with thoughts and ideas and desires. And I'm such a big fan of people that can be those things on their own. And they're not just the reciprocation or regurgitation of the media they consume or the prominent voices they allow themselves to consume in their lives because um, I really like the friends of the show. And I appreciate they whenever they take the time. Yeah, I concur completely. Um, you know, we're human beings. We all have enough complexity to hopefully think differently on yeah. different issues and see the world differently through, you know, different lenses. And not, we're not always going to agree. But one thing we are here for, the boys, I mean, we're here to entertain. But sometimes we have to inform. Sometimes we have to give a little piece of ourselves. And we're both very passionate about this issue. And we're not going to stop on this issue. No. We'll take some time. We'll tell you some sports and sports-adjacent stories. We'll tell you some jokes. We want you laughing on the way home from work. We want to entertain you. It's important. We want to take you away from this garbage yep. that gets thrown in our faces every day. But sometimes... It hits a place, mm-hmm. and we got to share. Well, and, you know, you and I disagree for a living. That's part of this show, right? It's like no, we don't. Oh, I swear to God. <laughs> right I mean, but it comes down to like like core issues, right? Like I think you're wrong on so many topics. Yeah, sure. I think your taste in music sucks. Your taste in television sucks. Uh-huh. Your taste in film sucks. Well, your taste out, up until very recently when you got a cool truck, I didn't know if you really had taste in automobile. Mm-hmm. Like I don't understand your obsession over dogs. I think that's super weird. You don't have a quality friend in your life that I didn't introduce to you. All these things are true. Okay. Uh, all of those are quite reaching. But about I, as hard as humanly possible. But I love you to death. You were on the something, that first rant. The uh-huh. second one, you lost me. I'm just saying. Yeah. All the best people in your life are through me. I'm a catalyst to your success professionally, personally, and well, really every other way you define it. But it's fine that you don't accept that. You're a guy who lies. 
Okay, yeah, says sycophant megalomaniac Fred Slow, who is always right, uh, especially when he's looking in the mirror. Mirrors never lied to me. <laughs> Recently started looking like my dad, so that's a weird thing. That's a super weird thing, Mirror. You better stop doing that. Mm. Stop looking like my father. Uh, I can't wait for you to pass 40 because it's not going to stop. I'm creeping. Yeah. I'm creep- oh, yeah. I'm like TLC over here. You're fastly approaching 40, and let me tell you what, it gets real weird real fast. I got 10 months till I'm 40. I could have a kid by then. Who knows? Like, I could, there's a whole life that could happen between now and then. Not for trying. Yeah. Also, if a baby steals my birthday, I'll be so mad. Uh, go on. If I have a little babers and that little baber steals December 13th from me and it's longer me and Taylor's day, I'm going to be so mad. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Taylor, hurry up, hurry up back from your tour and uh, let's get on that pulpit. Say something super amazing for this horrible cause Ooh, we're going like through that. right now. All right, help me understand the CTE stuff. This, <laughs> hey, and by the way, this is not the fun stuff we should be talking about the last two days, but this is going to ease me into it, friend of the show. This is by design. I can't just jump into Rob Manfred retirement jokes. I have them. I can feel them in my core. I have to search for them, and I need the light of this NFL sucks at paying out people its harmed story. I mean, you talked about the Manfred uh, retirement leak earlier as to distraction from the real issue is what's going on in yeah. this country and what happened in Kansas City. I think this might be in the same vein right now. The NFL's like, hey, let's give attention to how awful we are at this subject so we don't have to address this subject. But with that being said, uh, Washington Post reporter Will Hobson. Yep. Who's fo- a big deal? Who's it, a big deal? Yeah, okay. He followed this story for months and just kept pulling threads and p- pulling threads, and it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. Um, at least 14 players have failed to qualify for settlement money or medical care and then died. Only have CTE confirmed via autopsy. Over the post, players were diagnosed with dementia by board-certified doctors, only to see their claims denied by the administrative law firm that oversees the settlement. Uh, the NFL settlement doctors have been beset by systemic administrative breakdowns since its inception. So it looks like they're actively getting in the way of this lawsuit and paying out people who well, you you not the I don't think you skipped over on purpose, but I think it's also important to mention the settlement definition of dementia is not the medical definition of dementia. Right. Okay. So just yeah, make sure that's out there too, because it's the agreed upon one in the settlement terms, which is if it was used by uh, your traditional healthcare provider, friend of the show, they would not say you qualify as demented if. If this was the standard of identifying that. Yeah, and obviously they're going to air quotes NFL CTE specialists who are saying that they don't qualify. Surprise, surprise, they're going to other doctors, and doctors do say they qualify, and they're still not getting their settlements. They're still not getting their treatment. And then in the cases of, what did I say, 14? 14 of these ex-players have deceased before getting their settlement or their treatment in the CTE lawsuit. Yeah. This is awful. Just awful. Awful. Yeah, awful. I can start to tell you w- w- why it's wrong. And the language in the thing, and you can read it, um, it's wild, though. Because it's a lot for retro guys, right? And it's the, the families of, right? So if they've, if they've already passed or whatever, like, like they're in the mix. But guys that are currently playing, it's also a conversation that's lost for them. Because, like, say you catch a concussion in week two, you can be back by week four because it's 
it's it's ten days reevaluation, or whatever. Sure. And no one ever fails that one. Like the number of guys that fail it the second time is like zero percent. Well, that's not accurate. You know, that's a lie. And the thing that sucks about that is what they're doing is they're going to end up down the road being in a position where they're not going to be able to benefit from future. Um, the word's not reparations. What's the word I want to use? Um, compensations, because they played so loose in their playing career, and I recognize most guys only play not two full seasons, and I, I get all those stats too. Not everyone's Patrick Mahomes. But there's not just a failure on the back end, there's a failure on the existing and those entering the process because there's not an intent to ever help these guys, ever, period. I mean, we saw it in real time two seasons ago with Tua. Like He was allowed right back in the game when he was stumbling, obviously concussed. Should have been taken out for that game an X amount of time after that. That's the most extreme example. Not only not taken out of that game, allowed to play the following week and re-injured himself. That is a life of damage right there. I have at least two concussions, and except on top of all the self-imposed damage I've done to my brain, sure. I do feel it. I got some brain fog. Things aren't right sometimes. I'm not going to blame it directly on that. But if you compound that by what? Oh, I don't know. A bazillion times? Yeah. I have two business partners in my world at the Friends of the Show now, you and Aaron Burnett. And you guys both live similar lifestyles for some time, and I'm not one to put that out there, but you guys did. You were rock stars. Talking to you guys about business is is difficult at times. Like, you guys regularly forget stuff. You guys regularly claim you never learned it in the first place. And, there's, and it's because your brains aren't there. Literally, your brains just aren't there the way that my brain, which has never suffered through this crap, is there. And, like, that sucks. Now, on top of that ad, that rock star lifestyle that NFL players live, plus getting beat in the head over six days over a week and over and over again nice try nfl the little preseason doilies that you wear on your helmet those aren't going to work it's not going to work and now this has all been exposed there's been a friggin will smith movie about it now that all this is exposed multiple lawsuits mm-hmm. all justified you're still trying to skirt the issue and screw people over, when is it enough for you? When is the NFL going to be like, okay, hey, we made, we made $3.5 billion last year. That's enough. Okay, we'll start paying out these guys. That's enough. Let's start now. When is it? When is it enough? Here's an interesting thing I wanted to point out from the, the story. The NFL concussion settlement is not a past tense thing. It can be renegotiated. It's already been once, and over the allegations of uh, racism, I believe, was one of the allegations. Uh-huh. says they weren't being tested the same in dementia claims. If the NFL wanted to rewrite the settlement to start paying players diagnosed with dementia using the normal definition, or if they wanted to pay families of players who died with CTE found at autopsy, they could do that at any point. It would be a phone call. But the top lawyers of the NFL obviously are not doing that, and they've expressed no interest in doing that. So I want to say this. They created a thing. It's not a perfect fit. That sucks. You can fix it. You'd be fine. They're choosing not to fix it. They're making the active choice to not help others that they have harmed, even when their first attempt to help didn't work, which is wild to me. 
wild to me. You know, I grew up uh, right outside of Houston, Texas. Yeah. Um, I started playing helmet and pads football in elementary school. Too young. Entirely too young. That's not we have cute little helmets because it looks adorable. We're actually smacking against each other when we're less than 10 years old. That's how, start, that's how young I started playing football and didn't stop until high school when I blew my knee out and didn't want to rehab enough to take advantage of my college scholarship. And so thank goodness I was in the moment too encapsulated with sex, drugs, and rock and roll right. to like rehab and put enough effort into it to where I could take the next level and go to college and keep smacking my head up against other people. I feel semi-lucky that I had that injury. But people do this their whole lives. The, the offensive and defensive linemen, this isn't just wide receivers in the open field no. getting smacked in the head and having one bad concussion. This is the repetition of hitting over yeah. and over and over and over again. That's why you see even more prevalence in offensive and defensive linemen. They don't get knocked out and immediately concussed, but the repetition of smacking their helmet over and over and over again Middle school, high school, college, professional, and in some cases, like me, friggin' elementary school, where your brain isn't going to be any softer your whole life and more apt to damage your whole life. It is a lifetime of this issue. Well, I, I know we got to go to break, but I'll, I'll say this part before we go. Um, friend of the show who's been in Albuquerque for 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years of your life. I have not. I've moved around the country. When you go to your local watering hole, and you go belly up against the bar, and you're talking to a buddy you went to high school with who was an offensive lineman on the high school football team, or he was a linebacker on the high school football team, and all the stories he is telling you are about the amount of weight he lifted in the weight room and the final score of that big game in high school and what you wore to prom your senior year. He's not doing that out of nostalgia. He's doing that because that's the last time his brain worked. Those are the memories that he has. There is a world of people who are constantly harmed by this sport and there are avenues to help those people and the people in positions to help others choose not to. And I want you to recognize that the thing you're supporting is an organization that chooses to not support the people that make it exist and that is sickening to me. Isn't that wild? We did back-to-back shows and in this case back-to-back segments about problems that we have data for and refuse to help. Isn't that bonkers? Rob Manfred stepping down from Major League Baseball. We'll talk about the why, and we'll talk about the obvious replacement for he whenever we get back to the program. Hey, Marie, I'm sorry I messed up the break schedule. We'll explain it to everyone when we get back. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610, live from Sadie's on 4th, the sports animal. Yep. Hey, Maria, I know we're trying to get back on schedule. Thank you for the last two days of tolerance with us. No, I think it's very important what you're talking about, and I think you guys have done a good job. And um, we're not too off. Take your time. That's a lie. We're off at 6 o'clock tonight. Lobo Talk takes over for us. They're at the Buffalo Wild Wings on Gibson. It's over by my place, man. Maybe I'll swing over there. Yeah. I did see JJ yesterday, though, and, like, I think that's his quota for the week in seeing me. 
I think if JJ sees me once a week, he's good. Like he doesn't want to. Oh, JJ's over under is point five. Point five. Yeah, he he's got money on zero every time. Yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He said, "Is yeah. it in the morning?" Ran, it's a lot of. <laughs> I ran him at the station yesterday. He goes, "How's Super Bowl?" Or he was like, "Yeah." Well, and I always sneak in like right after the morning show gets over because like, you know, we share the same studio. You know, that's where I can get some work done or whatever. And JJ yesterday is like, "Hey man, how was the Super Bowl?" And I was like, "I was good." I was like, "How was?" And I had to pause, and I had to pause, and I had to pause, and I go, I don't really know what was going on in sports. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I am sorry. That was the thing that yeah. you don't know about and will not know about anyways. <laughs> I hit him with the, how's the fam? How's the, kid? how's the kiddo? How's your wife? He's such a good guy. His, his women's broadcasts are very good. I've never been a gigantic fan of women's sports in college. Like, I, I think... Professional women's sports, uh, some of them are okay. But he uh, tells just such a good story, like, while broadcasting. And I'm just, I just think he's a world of talent. So, oh, super talented guy. There's that. We all know that. We got to reset the clock, so we're resetting the clock. When we get back, though, this Rob Manfred story, because he's calling it quits, man. And sometimes you give notice at a job, and then sometimes you give Rob Manfred at a job. And we'll tell you about it. Whenever we're back here live from Sadie's, it's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. You know, you know, this song you can get a paper cut to. You know, so you can lay back and enjoy the last seat. If you were here in the first half of the program, you got like 40 straight minutes of us uninterrupted by commercial. You're welcome. If you're here in the second half of the program, <laughs> sorry we had to step away for a second. Now we're back. You gotta pay them bills, son. Rob Manfred has done as commissioner in January of 2029. Quote, you can only have so much fun in one lifetime. I've been open with this, or excuse me, I've been open with them about the fact that it's going to be my last term, them being the owners yeah. of all the Major League Baseball team franchises. They're currently they're currently 30, and Rob Manfred also said today he expects there to be 32 Major League Baseball franchises by 2029. How do you pick the guy you just want to print money for forever? Like, how do you get in that group? Yeah. Shoot. I think there should be more expansion. I think. There's so much every, talent I think in baseball. every division should expand. I think there should be six new teams in six years. This is a tough one for me personally because I've had to less – I guess since 2015, explain the name Manfred to people. Uh Uh-huh. So that's gone for me. That's that's big for you. Yeah. Yeah. And if the, you know, the heir to the throne, Theo Epstein takes over. Is that official? I don't think it's official at all. Because that's the name, right? That's the obvious segue. Him or John Boy? It's either Theo. (laughs) Okay. He fixed the Red Sox. Yeah. He fixed the Cubs. Now let's do the same thing to all of Major League Baseball. If If you listen to our second segment today we kind of went hard on cte in the nfl yeah a lot of football players are telling their kids their progeny play baseball play baseball yeah yeah play golf do something where you don't smack your head around if you talk to any medical professional that you trust and you're like hey should my kid play football they will tell you no yeah they will say it resoundingly and then that conversation should be over but because we're all idiots yeah um, we think we're the exception to every single rule, every single advice, and the 1% of the 1%, and it, you're going to end up 
beating all the odds and becoming a professional athlete. Um, Full-on spoiler alert, you're not. You're, that's not going to happen. There's going to be no shortage of people wanting to play NFL football, but I'm telling you, the elite athletes, when they're young, will move away from the NFL unless something changes. I think it's already started. I mean, yeah. there's freak athletes in baseball at all levels now, and, like, I've been broadcasting collegiate baseball the longest. That's the thing I've done the longest, right? And collegiate baseball athlete now is a different level of athlete than it was when I started 15 years ago or 20. Oh, my God, dude, 20 years ago. Right. Like, like little, there were little chunksters at first base. You know, there were guys that struggled to get up from behind the plate. Mm-hmm. Now every guy behind, every catcher you got could also play up the middle infield. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's crazy just how drastically different athletes are now. I mean, I'm sure it's true in all sports, but. Yeah. You're seeing, like, basketball's growth worldwide, baseball's growth yep. worldwide. You're seeing NFL's popularity worldwide, but not the growth. No, that's the machine. Don't mm-hmm. let the machine fool you yeah. and to think it has more participants. It doesn't. It's made fandom and gambling a lot easier. That sucks. That sucks for people that are fooled into loving it for the wrong reason. Why not both? Wah, wah. <laughs> the, speaking of college athletics, the announcement we were all waiting for happened today. And we will talk about that whenever we get back. It's Tumen on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal.